Daryl becomes a man for all seasons. Oh, yes, he does. Not the man for all seasons, though. That's a man Jeff for Shiddell. all seasons. He's a man. A man. Sorry, I didn't want because we once gave Jeff Shadell that title, and I don't want to do that to Daryl. You good with that? Don't really care. I do. I, 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 there's I, no I, money involved, is there? Well, that's a good then point. Then Daryl doesn't care either. Hi, Daryl. How are you? Hi, D. You're right, I don't. But hey. I would never, ever want to encroach upon the esteemed Jeff Shudell. Agreed. See, told you. I mean, Agreed. we're on the same page right there. Um, hey, Daryl, before we get into everything else, how, about, how were the sports awards last night? I know you were there. Oh, a lot of fun. Uh, it's always a great night. Greater Cleveland Sports Commission does a, a great job. I love the fact that it's at the field house. It is beautiful as the Renaissance is. It just it feels like an even bigger event uh, at the field house. But yeah, it was it was another fantastic night and uh, uh, hard to argue with uh, the winners. Uh, of course, Jose Ramirez won the big award, uh, the Pro Athlete of the Year, and it was funny listening to Tito uh, <laughs> talk about. It. He's like the other guys are great. Don't get me wrong, but. You know, Jose was, like, really, really good. My guy so. was the guy. Yeah, exactly. You have a big story on our website all about it, correct? Uh, that and uh, also uh, about the uh, the master of ceremonies uh, for the night, who uh, sources tell me could be up for something even bigger in about uh, two weeks here. Hmm, sources. Do those sources have anything to do with the city of Canton, Ohio? Yes. Well, ding, ding, how ding. about that? <laughs> How about Although, that? you know, it was, it was funny. Joe joked last night. He goes, yeah, uh, um, you know, I'm going to be enemy number one for the Browns players this year because they're going to have to play in the Hall of Fame game because of me. Wow, that's funny. <laughs> Which is true. Like, I, you know, I haven't been told anything, but, I mean, the Browns haven't played in that game since 1999. So, the logic dictates with Joe assuming and, you know, obviously – uh, everyone's on pins and needles for NFL honors in that class to be revealed. But assuming he is uh, elected, I am assuming that uh, the Cleveland Browns are going to start training camp a couple weeks early and they're going to play uh, in that Hall of Fame game because they have not participated in that, uh, well, s- since 1999. Yeah. Uh, you know, so this would what, be what? a perfect opportunity for the NFL to uh, have the Browns do that. Correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't that Chris Spielman's last NFL game? I believe so. Yeah, I think it was. I believe so. The Rock is still out in Berea. Is by it the way. really? Yeah. It it is. Um, it's back uh, on it? the back wall as you walk it toward the 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 practice field gate there. Um, but yeah, the the Chris Spielman Rock is still back there. Beautiful. Well, the, if you good thing is if they want to play a USFL team, there's a couple playing there. They can play Pittsburgh and play the Maulers. Yeah, the hub. Like, yeah, they, New congratulations Jersey. to uh, Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium there. They're going to be one of the hubs for the USFL. Uh, Daryl, what was the highlight of the night last night? I, I would say, Joe, um, you know, this this is – 2023 is the year of 73. Um, I, I thought he was fantastic, um, you know, Played the hits, told the stories, the the Billy Manziel Snapchat story while he was still in Vegas the morning of their game was fantastic. Uh, he went into some more detail about Peyton Manning begging him to go play for the the Denver Broncos, and he told Peyton no thanks. Uh, you know, I just I, and he didn't step out of his like he wasn't. He wasn't up there trying to be something he wasn't. You know what I mean? Like, he wasn't up there trying right. to be a comedian. Nice. 
it's just unfortunate that, you know, some of the stories he ended up telling were just downright hilarious on their own merits. <laughs> and they were sad yet true. Uh, but I just, I thought he did such a fantastic job up there, uh, you know, kind of emceeing that whole event. And that's, that's not easy to do. Um, and he just, he handled it so effortlessly. Covering Joe throughout his career, Daryl, tell me if this is accurate because, you know, I, I'm not close to him like you are. But watching his career, it seemed to me like in the last two or three years, we saw a personality get let loose that if it was there, he kept hidden from most folks in the general public. And, you know, I, I thought at the time, all right, this guy's priming for a career after football, and I don't blame him, and he's actually pretty good. Was that there before, and he just never let it out, or what? Yeah, no, that that's always there. Um, I mean, I noticed it uh, a little earlier in his career, just, you know, speaking with him, not with a recorder in my hand type of thing, yeah. you know, asking him, you know, questions. and just, you know, having a conversation with him just as a man and human being. Um and the the person and, and a lot of these guys, Jeff, you know, the personality is there. But then you put them in front of the cameras or microphones, and they want to make sure that they're staying on message, and they don't want to say anything that steps out of the team element. Right. Or, you, you know what I mean? And they, right. and you get that. Give you, yeah. yeah, and and you, I get it. I understand, even though I hate it and drives me nuts sometimes. But I get it. Um, but you're right. And, and the other thing too is is. Once the Denver thing happened and they didn't trade him to the Broncos, like what were they going to do? Cut him if he said something that you know out of line, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, and the other thing too is, That's is funny, Daryl. He had been through so much. He became our go-to. Like he was a savior for us yeah. in, in some of those really horrible seasons. Trust me. Uh, you know, I, you know crack my jokes here and there and, you know, rip them for, you know, being terrible as a team and things like that. But those those are not fun locker rooms to cover or to be in or to be around because you feel it the same way that the, the players do. And the last thing I want to do, hey, why do you guys suck? Like, you know, like in the usually that, frowned upon. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what I mean? To have to do that year after year after, you know, and, and but and he just always offered insight and he always had a, a positive outlook on everything. Hey, so what do you think about the 29th quarterback you've had to block for now? Oh, he's really great. You know, good dude. Knows the play. Da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like when he could easily said, yeah, this freaking guy, let me tell you about. And he, he never did that. And he just always tried to project, um, you know, even in the face of doom and gloom he always tried to project a ray of hope and um and no now knowing some of the things that he went through as a player he played through the injuries the the, the partially torn ligaments and stuff like that yeah. no one would have begrudged him for needing to take off the last couple of games of one of those you know four Awful and twelve years. seasons you know what i mean yeah. and and not only did he not take those games off but he he played at the highest level while doing it. It's Darryl, just incredible. Did, did it did it surprise you? And I, I dropped this line on Andy a couple of weeks ago, and he went, that's interesting. And I said, Joe never missed a play until he did. Yeah. And and then he never played again. I when he when he ran off the field, and obviously, you know, you knew it was bad if he ran off the field. Right. It was torn biceps, right? 
Mm-hmm. And I thought, all right, well, that, that'll heal up and he'll be back. But he never played again. I had a hunch that that was it for him. And, why? And, not, and, and, why? And, not, and not because of, like, any information that I had. or yeah. I just – my gut told me, you know what? That That's it. Like, the, the team's going nowhere. 0-16. It's the first time he's ever – like, he had – like, physically could not play, right? right. Um, and my gut told me, like, that's that's probably going to be it for him. And um, and, it, and it ultimately was. And, um, but yeah, that, that, that was really tough to watch. And you knew, you knew it was bad when he had to leave the game. Yep. I mean, because he would never leave the game. Like there were times where he'd be down like, Oh, you know what? Joe's down 73's down and you're in your mind. Like get up, get up, get up. Okay. He's up. All right. You know what I'm saying? He'll be limping around and stuff like that. He'll go. No problem. Yeah. But yeah. So when he left the field, uh, against Tennessee there, I think it was in the second quarter he got hurt. Um, I, in my gut, I was like, man, I, I hope that's not the last time we see 73, but that probably is the last time I'm going to see 73 hmm. and it's him walking off a, a, you know, a field with the trainer. Um, Daryl, I know you're excited because coming up after you, we're going to talk about the Browns defensive backs. And I'm just curious your take on, uh, what's good, what's bad and what needs to be back next year. Well, look, I mean, that secondary is pretty good. Uh, I, you know, my my criticisms of that group is just they need to be more organized, right? Um, and if, and I have every confidence with Jim Schwartz that's going to happen. I don't think they have a personnel issue, to be honest with you. You know, I think they got you know three, four really good corners. Uh, I like their safeties. Grant Delpit came on uh, second half of the season. Um, so I think that on that side of the ball, if there's one spot that they're in fairly good shape, it's their secondary. I mean, I, I, I can make it with all due respect to miles Garrett. He's only one player, but like collectively as a unit, I'd have to say that that secondary is without question, uh, the, the strong suit on that side of the ball. All right. So let me take that to a place. I don't want to take it to, because I agree with you and I don't want to see this. Yeah. Because you have strength at defensive back, if you're looking to make a trade to fill another spot, yep. are you moving one of those guys? Well, and the thought has crossed my mind. Um, it, I'll say this. I don't know if anything is uh, in the works. I would not be surprised if one of the corners got traded for another piece that they need. It wouldn't shock me. Again, I can't stress this. I'm not saying it's going to happen, Jeff. But it wouldn't shock me because that is a position of strength um, that they can deal from. And when you look at this team and their needs, right, they need defensive linemen, defensive tackles, defensive end. Yep. Um, th- maybe they need another linebacker, right? Maybe they need another safety. They definitely need help at wide receiver. Offensive line depth, I don't think I'm trading a starting corner for offensive line depth, but you you put offensive line depth on the offseason to-do list, right? Something Correct. To, to look at. Kareem Hunt's probably not going to be back for economic reasons. So, uh, But you've got uh, – they've been drafting running backs since Andrew Berry walked in the door. So you, you feel good about that. So really it's, it's, it's three spots on this team that you look at, and, and there's no such thing as a perfect roster, but there, those are the three positions where you're like – they really need help. Defensive line, linebacker, and wide receiver. 
And if I have to trade one of these corners to fill one of those holes, it might make sense to do that. But I hesitate with that because we know what happens if you get, you know, you start getting injuries in your secondary. You get thin back there in the blink of an eye, and in a passing lead, that's a very bad thing. So you have to balance the adage, no such thing as too many good corners versus, yep. you know, can I use one of them as an asset to, to, to fill another need? Right, what happens to Greedy? Greedy's a free agent, so, you know, what happens there? What do you think? Gone? Um, I I wouldn't say absolutely gone. I think it comes down to, to economics on both sides. Um, you know, what – I'm not sure what the market looks like for him right now. I'll be honest with you. I, I haven't gone feet first into that just yet. Um, but um, yeah, I, I just, I don't know what the, I don't know what the economics look like uh, for him uh, out there on the free market. Um, but he, if the price is right, I would absolutely bring him back. I would too, Daryl, for what you just said, you can't have too many, Corners. You just can't. Well, we saw, what was it, uh, 2021, if I remember correctly, like the secondary was like wiped out by three three quarters of the way into the season, right? Uh, I mean, they, they were starting guys off the practice squad. So, um, yeah, it's – it. being a GM in the NFL is not easy. And it, Andrew Barry has a good roster that he's working with, but he's got a real tough job this offseason. Um, to try and fill in some of these critical holes uh, with guys that can step in and, and have an impact immediately and not, you know, with a guy that three years down the line you're expecting to be something. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I, I hear you. Okay, new podcast tomorrow, right? Always game uh, day in Cleveland? Yes. Uh, as soon as we – Get together and record it. Yes, there will be a new one. <laughs> Lots of Joe Top. Well, it's my fault that there isn't one. So at, our, to everyone out there that subscribes to our podcast, first of all, thank you. Second of all, it's my fault that we didn't get one in the can last night. I was a little preoccupied. Make it happen today. You'll have one uh, hopefully later today. There you go. That's why he's there. Click, Wyatt. click, click. Big fan of you on that podcast. It's always game day in Cleveland and the other guys when he's just all right. Daryl, thank you. Appreciate you. You bet, guys. Have a great weekend. Thank Enjoy you, Enjoy championship weekend.